Hey gang, this is Lisa Peck, and welcome to Revive with Lisa Peck podcast. I am so excited about helping you learn how to be more relationally attuned. In a world filled with struggles and conflict and tension, I hope to make relational health fun and easy. Not all of us need therapy, not all of us can afford therapy, but I believe all of us can grow more wise and insightful and engaging in the connections we have with ourselves, with others, and with our God. I'm convinced that all of us can learn the art of calm, of awareness, and of investing relationally. Through my podcast, I hope to give you an opportunity to listen and maybe even practice with your own people. And in so doing, together, we get to help usher in a relational revival. Welcome to Revive with Lisa Peck. Hey friends. Well, this is our first podcast, and I've got to be honest, I'm both excited and nervous. Excited because I love new adventures. This has been in the planning stages for a long time. And while I'm a big dreamer, the execution of those dreams is much more difficult for me. But I'm jumping off the proverbial cliff and diving in. I'm a little nervous because I'm often tempted to believe that I'm not tech savvy. The truth is, I don't have as much experience with technology as the younger generation, but no one starts out doing something perfectly the first time. With some practice, all of us can improve our skill sets. For the record, I also know that I am far more relationally gifted than tech savvy, which is a good thing since this is a podcast about improving our relational prowess, but that's the reason for my nervousness. I've never had my own podcast before. But if I'm going to ask you guys to stretch and grow and sometimes do uncomfortable things, I think I need to be right in there with you. My format will be pretty simple. I'll briefly explain one of the relational skills I hope for us to develop. Then we'll invite you to listen in on some fascinating interviews, interesting stories, or insightful conversations designed around the highlighted skill. When that's finished, I'll review, or as therapists sometimes say, debrief the conversation and offer an actionable step we can try through the week in order to practice what we've learned. Because my attention span is pretty short and we all have busy lives, I hope to keep each podcast to around 20 to 30 minutes, give or take a few. Some weeks will be longer, others shorter, depending upon the topic and the conversation. Again, having never done this, I reserve the right to change my mind as I go. Periodically, I will interview folks who don't have any specific expertise in anything relational, kind of like Joe Public, different ages, both men and women, to hear from them their ideas about what is needed to usher in a relational revival in their world with their people. It's my conviction that different ages and genders have different ideas about what and how to change their interactions to become healthier. They aren't famous, they don't have a distinguished pedigree, they are simply people like you and me. I want to hear their thoughts and ideas and teach around this, trusting it will be relatable and helpful for everyone. I'm calling them Insight from the Trenches. Okay, so that's the format. Now let me tell you a little bit about who I am. I'm a 50-something who feels more like a 20 or 30-something, if I could just get my body to agree. I'm a therapist and a lifelong learner. To be honest, I do struggle with the steep learning curve that usually accompanies doing something new, 
reading or watching or listening to something I've never done before is no problem. I'm all in. But when you ask me to do it, my anxiety can skyrocket. I guess that makes me an adventurer in my head. I grew up in the home of a high-functioning alcoholic as the middle of three kids. I have an older sister and a younger brother. My dad was delightful and well-loved by most, but the chaos of his addictions caused profound stress in my mom, who valued security above all else. That translated into a childhood filled with love and a lot of shame, criticism, and control. I attribute my stress with doing new things to this relational pattern established in my childhood. It was important that my mom's children looked right and acted right at all times. But that's impossible to do with the stuff we've never done before, which explains some of why I get nervous with new behaviors. I'm a Midwesterner transplanted into the South. I'm married to an incredible guy named Carl. I am his biggest fan and will probably paint him in a nearly perfect light. And I make no apologies for it. We've been married for over 23 years and it has been filled with countless adventures. He stretches me and mostly I love it. He can get under my skin faster than any person on the planet, but I absolutely adore him. Oh, and he's also a therapist, which makes for interesting conversations and arguments in our home. We struggled with infertility for almost a decade, which is another reason I adore him. He represented stability and acceptance and strength during my most challenging season with God. I came out on the other side of that session with a more honest and authentic relationship with the God of my understanding. I consider myself a born-again believer, but if you cut me, I won't bleed a denomination. I am loyal to Jesus and believe there is more than one way to worship and experience Him. To my conviction, He is the only way to the Father and eternal life. This may offend some of you, yet I long for my relationships to reflect His loving acceptance, not be characterized by a strict adherence to believing what I believe. As you listen, you will also discover that I have a gift with emotions. Compassion comes easily for me. I prefer laughter and joy. However, I have a really leaky face and can easily cry over the tender places in others' lives. My mercy button gets pushed daily in my office as I listen and care for people's heart messes. I am a two with a very strong three wing on the Enneagram, for those of you who know what that is. For those of you who don't, it means I prefer helping others over caring for myself, and being goal-driven is sometimes my jam. I am completely high maintenance. I used to have a good deal of shame about that happy fun fact but have come to embrace it with the birth of one of my nephews. Like Jack, I'm a being with. I really enjoy people. I'm an extrovert, which simply means I get energized by being with other people. If I need to think through an issue, I need to journal it out or talk it over with a friend. Being alone in my head with my thoughts and no outside feedback proves very difficult for me. This is another reason for keeping the podcasts to 20 to 30 minutes. I'm usually tempted to go way too long. I enjoy reading, baking, and camping. Well, really mostly any kind of outdoor adventure. I'm consistently setting aside cleaning of my house or completing a task for having coffee or going on a walk with a friend. Okay, 
I think that's enough about me. We can figure out the rest as we go. I have a website, Revive with Lisa Peck. On that site, I'll have more information, as well as blogs and classes you can attend or host. Or you can email me at connect at revivewithlisapeck.com. So to recap, this is my first time doing podcasts, and I can't guarantee perfection, but I certainly hope we'll have fun. Healthy relationships can be hard work. I hope to make them a little less difficult. I come from a beautifully chaotic and crazy family system. So you aren't alone if you do too. If you haven't come from a long line of crazy makers, listen in. It'll help you identify with those of us who have. I love people and encouragement. You will find an ample supply here should you need it. We will grow and stretch together as we move toward greater insight into ourselves and God and others. This journey is what I'm calling a move toward relational revival. So as I end this first introductory podcast, I've had to practice a lot of new experiences with technology. I've had to practice self-acceptance and asking for help. Thank you, Emily Peck. What about you? Where can you practice this kind of vulnerability? Have you been wanting to try something new, but been too afraid to give it a go? Maybe you could invite someone to sit with you while you attempt it. Or maybe you could ask someone with more experience to show you the ropes. Or maybe you can just remind yourself that each time you try something new, your neural pathways grow a bit. Yeah, you. In the words of Paul Young, author of The Shack, every human being is holy ground, if we have the eyes to see it. May the God of our understanding open our eyes to this today. Until next time.